the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. Glenn is sick today. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn. Uh, Hopefully we'll have him back tomorrow. There's a big uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh interview last night on Fox News. And I thought... I thought he uh, he did really well. I, to me, he's believable. He's likable. So is his wife. She seems to be completely on board and uh, doesn't have any any doubt that he didn't do any of this. Um, but I, I don't know if it changes anybody's mind. Um, I think if you believed him before, you believe him even more now. I think that's where you're at too, right? I mean, I, I I think if you did have a little bit of a doubt, but we're you know still kind of supporting him, you you absolutely believe him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if and you, if you didn't, you still don't. No way. I mean, I don't think he can say anything that makes you uh, that makes you go to his side. Now. It's just too political now. I know. Uh, and he did a pretty good job uh, uh, not making it that way. Uh, in his interview, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he did it the best he could, I thought, to mm-hmm. uh, not uh, blame anyone and just want to get it over with, which was which was kind of nice. But I don't think, again, I don't, you know, the people who don't like him and think that he's going to, uh, you know, <laughs> burn the earth, burn and scorch the earth, still believe that and save babies, which would be just uh, horrific. For people on the left, they don't want any babies saved in this process. Well, you can't, you can't have that. You can't have that. You, you just uh, if if they can't take the lives of babies for another forty five years, uh, they can't. <laughs> they can't live in a, in a, in an America where well, you can't do right. that. It's just not it's right. Just, you know what? It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. And really, I don't. I am not convinced that this guy would support overturning Roe v. Wade. I think this is the Democrats' best shot at somebody who isn't intending to overturn Roe v. Wade if given the opportunity. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, I, I, you know, they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. Uh, this is their best shot under a Republican president. I, I, if, if you deny this guy his seat uh, on the Supreme Court, the next nominee is far more likely because it's probably going to be Amy Coney Barrett, who is sort of the runner-up in in, uh, this process the first time around. Well, it is if it's going to be, if you think it's going to be, uh, if they postpone it until after the election, um, you know, you still have to have a nominee, but they think they'll be able to shut it down then, right? Yeah, but... I don't know that they'll be able to shut it down until after the election. I don't know. I mean, I don't McConnell know. doesn't seem to be willing to do that. He said they're going to have a vote Good. regardless, regardless Good. of the outcome. And I think they should. Absolutely. So uh, some of what uh, Kavanaugh had to say last night, um, he he told Martha McCallan that he's not going to let these false accusations drive him out of the process. And he said uh, he's a virgin which is uh, maybe more information. Than interesting. We I don't know. Interesting. A, it I mean, is interesting. Look, I, you know, a lot of people, I saw, <laughs> I saw a number of, uh, a number of tweets and social media 
uh, TMI, TMI, yeah, TMI. Too much information. But yeah. that's where we're at. It is. Right? It is. It's amazing. We're talking about an allegation of sexual assault. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I did not have sexual intercourse or anything close to sexual intercourse in high school or for many years thereafter. Mm. And the girls uh, from the schools I went to and I uh, were so friends. you're saying that all through all these years that are in question, you were a virgin? That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in high school? Correct. And through what years mm. in college, since we're probing into your personal many life years, here? Many years after. I'll leave it at that. Many years after. Oh, mm. Wow. I mean, so does that include college? He, he didn't really specify there. Many years after. Many years after. How many? As long as you're going to tell us, you know, you were a virgin in high school, let's find out the yeah, exact she year. she should press that. <laughs> she didn't want to know, though, because she said, now that we're in here, <laughs> But he categorically denied any kind of sexual assault. I've never sexually assaulted anyone, not in high school, not ever. Uh, I've always treated women with dignity and respect. May have met her. We did not travel in the same social circles. She was not a friend, not someone I knew. You don't remember ever being at parties with her ever? I do not. Or did any such thing. Never did any such thing. The other people alleged to be there don't recall any such thing true if such a thing had happened it would have been the talk of campus and yes there Mm -hmm. were parties and the drinking age was 18 and yes the seniors were legal and had beer there and yes people might have had too many beers on occasion and people generally in high school i think all of us have probably done things we look back on in high school and regret i want a fair process where i can defend my integrity And, and i know i'm telling the truth I know my lifelong record, and I'm not going to let false accusations drive me out of this process. I've known him for 17 years, and this is not at all character. It's really hard to believe. She also said that uh, she hasn't had any doubt, really, during this time period. This process is incredibly difficult, Um, harder than we imagined and we imagined it might be hard but um at the end of the day our faith is strong and we know that we're on the right path can you imagine what his kids are going through can you imagine with them saying such vile things about their father uh their world is being turned upside down right now it's really despicable really bad uh and this is what you go through yep and this i for sure i hate to see it say it but i i think this is what everybody's going to go through now from now on oh the gauntlet's down right yes abs Uh, or the gauntlet's up or whatever you want to say it absolutely man there's nothing left all all holes barred now that's gone who's who's going to want to go through this i wouldn't i don't know it'd be i mean that's amazing that he's going to see us see it through it's going to be awful ugly that's for sure. Now, he did say a couple things in that interview there, that last piece that you paid where uh, she didn't, uh, we've all done things we regret. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like what? And um, uh, there was something else in there. Oh, uh, should we, should, I would have, as long as we were on the subject, I mean, was he still a virgin when he met the wife? Or 
I mean, as long as we're as long as we're finding out some stuff, let's ask, let's just dig I, in. I don't know that that's relevant to the topic, it but it be. would have been interesting to yeah. find out. As long, yeah, as long as we're finding out the other let's stuff, let's go. <laughs> let's just get it all out there. Let's go. And again, now his his uh, his children are subjected to all that too. They don't want to know about that. <laughs> Nobody's kids no, want to know about no, their parents' no, sexual no, exploits no, at just all. Don't. They yeah. don't. I mean, children believe that that's not true. And for the, move on. For him to be accused uh, yeah. of the things he's being accused of, ah, it's got to be really tough in that I family. Know. It's got to be really hard. Um, but his wife seems really strong in this process. Uh, Good. Yeah. I mean, you you compare this <clears throat> this interview on Fox to the interview the Clintons did on 60 Minutes. I know. That's, I, I, I know. That's, I, that's why I say I want to believe him. One couple was believable. Uh, the other, not so much. I, I didn't I didn't buy into Clinton at all during that interview on 60 Minutes. I didn't. I bought, I bought into it when he said this. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, okay. not a single time. Not a single never. Time. These allegations are false, false, and I need to go back to work for, for the American people. people. Yeah, that's what I need to do. I bought into that too. I bought into that because yeah. I thought, wow, with a with yeah. a statement that strong, uh, looking us right in the eye and absolutely categorically denying it. He can't be lying, right? Because right. we'll find out. Right. And we did. Indeed, I did have a relationship with Mr. Lewinsky <laughs> that was not appropriate. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Oh, uh, well. Then never mind. Well. What a good liar, though. I mean. Well, at the time he. That at was the time, amazing. At the time he told us that, he believed it. <laughs> uh, he just found out later that he was wrong. Right? Is that what happened? Yes. I think. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> uh, we're in a bad place right now. Uh, and I think we all know it. And uh, whether or not we can come out of this bad place, I think, depends in large part on our own conduct. Are we going to continue to act the way we're acting and the way others are acting and just throw it back in their face all the time? I hope not. It's just going to continue to escalate if we do. It's gotten so bad that Republicans are now not able to go out to dinner with their wives. Uh, Ted Cruz and and Heidi yeah. last night at a restaurant in D.C. I mean, this was despicable. Watch what happened uh, as a crowd gathered and chased him out of the restaurant in Washington. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. Good for you. Okay, can you stop that right there? Did you catch the Beto is way hotter than you as they're going Mm -hmm. on to him? And, you know, as before we finish this off, okay, now picture yourself not only as Ted Cruz. Let's put let's put Ted and Heidi away. What if you're another customer there? It wasn't the restaurant Mm -hmm. wasn't uh, put on hold for Ted. No, that's agonizing. Absolutely. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, he's they won. They won. We believe survivors. 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 It makes me want to do the same thing to each of them. It sure does. It makes me want to take down their names and then gather a mob 
and show up wherever they go in public and start yelling in their face. Just ridiculous things <laughs> until they leave. <laughs> Except I'd probably be arrested for that. I, I'll, you know, for disturbing the peace or inciting a riot or, or whatever. Right. I think the restaurant owner would call police and you'd be arrested. These idiots can seem to get away with this everywhere they, they go. Sure and they continue to do this because Maxine Waters, for one, yep. told them to. And they're doing it. They sure are. And they're getting away with it. I mean, why isn't? The, why doesn't the... You're right. If we were to do that, the restaurant people mm-hmm. would ask us to leave. Yep. Not wait for uh, these people to leave. Not wait for Ted to leave and help him out the door. And you know what? It's the wrong instinct to want to do it right back in their face. Because that just escalates the situation. But wow, does that make me want to do it. <laughs> I I that is outrageous. So you're saying that we... It's wrong to yeah. want to do it. Like uh, uh, well, it's wrong. I don't know if it's wrong, wrong to feel wrong like doing to it. want to do it. It's, it's wrong <laughs> to do it. Yes, I would. Okay. I would say that probably yeah. doesn't help. Yeah, bringing me down. Yeah. <laughs> Although, man. I know. But it's un-American. You're, you're essentially saying that these people don't belong anywhere in public. That right. they don't have the same right as you do to come out and enjoy their lives. Just have dinner. just have a peaceful dinner with their wife. And, you know, how frightening for Heidi. I mean, Ted's been subjected to this kind of stuff. Um, Maybe Heidi has a little bit on the campaign trail as well. But uh, wives should not have to go through this. Ted shouldn't have to go through this. Um, But I think this is going to happen more and more and more. We believe survivors. What does that even have to do with Ted Cruz? <laughs> well, well, I'll tell so you, my what? friend. I noticed they cut the end of the, the thing. But at the very end, our main chanty lady uh, reminds us that Ted Cruz and Brett Kavanaugh are best friends. Uh, she reminds us who? that they're best friends. Brett, who is? Uh, Kavanaugh and Cruz. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't even know that to be true. But uh, And it, they brought in the looks thing. Uh, I oh, thought yeah, that was, what is, thought what that 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 was that? inappropriate thought, to yeah. do. Okay, so first of all, you believe survivors, so this is about the Kavanaugh hearing. And then also it's about who's more attractive. Is hotter. Unbelievable. Okay, come on. Just, I mean, what happened to, you're not supposed to go down the road of what a person looks like. And, you know, I saw this on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, today, uh, this video. Uh, I wonder, you know, at Jack doing anything with the people that are oh, harassing yeah. people coming up on assaulting people that wasn't hateful that's not hateful i think it's really hateful so, jeez uh triple eight no it's uh yeah eight 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 seven two seven b-e-c-k triple eight seven two seven beck it's pat and jeffy for glenn today uh as we welcome a new sponsor relief factor to the radio show for over four years now uh relief factor has been Helping people in this building alleviate pain. And uh, late last year, Tanya and Glenn started taking it too. He's talked a lot about the fact that he's suffered with a lot of pain uh, over the last 10 or 15 years. And sometimes it's been debilitating. If you've ever seen him on a on a flight, the, oh. for some reason the pressure, I guess, of a yeah. flight just sets off everything in his body and he's in massive pain. But when he started taking Relief Factor... He was able to stop taking all of the medications and hadn't felt this this good in years. Now he's not here today, but it's a it's totally unrelated to that. <laughs> Happens to be a cold or the flu. But uh, Relief Factor is 100% drug free. It's created by doctors. There's four key ingredients 
that each help your body fight uh, inflammation. There's a three-week quick start to give this a try for just $19.95. Now, 70 or 75% of the people who order the three-week quick start go on to order more because it works so well for them. That says an awful lot. So if you want your life back, if you want a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Addicted to Outrage. The new book from Glenn Beck, Addicted to Outrage, is available everywhere. Order it now at Amazon.com. It's uh, Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn, who's out sick today. 888-727-BECK. Kind of interesting this week that uh, as he prepares for the testimony and the accusations from uh, Dr. Ford, Brett Kavanaugh has been handing out these calendars to senators. Calendars that he kept from 1982 where he outlined his daily activities all during the year and and then specifically during the summer that's in question to show you that it wasn't on his calendar right there was no party like this on his calendar who who does that in high school you didn't have a calendar (laughs) didn't maybe that's what separates a potential supreme court justice from being a radio dj (laughs) maybe Maybe that's what separates uh, the men from the boys. I knew I, I, I should have kept a calendar. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, pretty detailed, apparently. He talked about uh, his whereabouts, what he was going to do, even his activities. Um, he he took he t- kept track of the summer vacation completely. Uh, typical activities, including beach week, that he was going to be at the beach all that week. Um and then, I mean, even things like, I'm going to go to the theater to see Grease 2, Rocky 3, and Poltergeist were all mentioned for that summer. Ooh. Now, he went to Grease 2. Is Ooh. that enough to, to deny his uh, confirmation? <laughs> it, it's pretty close. I may, that's a good argument. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty close. Uh, he had bad taste in, in movies, I will say that. Well, that's what was out, though, right? Those Although Poltergeist was pretty good in its day. I saw it again recently. We, well, a couple of years ago, we let the kids see it when they got older. Thinking, you know, it's going to be horrifying to him. Yeah, you can't watch that now. And uh, and so when they were, you know, in their early teens, we finally showed them Poltergeist. And they laughed at it because it was so cheesy now. That's a movie that just didn't hold up very well. Uh, the special effects, I think you've got better special effects on your iPhone. I believe that. Than were available world, yeah. to Steven Spielberg in 1982 or whenever that movie came out. Um, so, but what a, an organized... Uh, studious guy, right? He was right. I mean, he's already aware of he needs to, uh, you know, designate time for things, right? And be yeah. aware that this is my schedule and I need to stick to it. He's organized. Yeah, he's got goals. Yeah. He's got a plan. I mean, he planned out his whole summer. When when have you ever? I haven't done that. Now I'm an adult. I have never. I've never planned out and written down any activity. Uh, so, let alone, you know, mentioning specifics like, I mean, little teeny details, like I'm going to the movies tonight. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I Interesting. Mean, good for him. Yeah, Good for him. But. Yeah, definitely. Very. Uh, no, I haven't done that. No, I, no. I, I'm not surprised, actually, that you haven't done that either. What do you mean? I, I wasn't even going to ask because I just uh, basically assumed 
Really? <laughs> you hadn't kept a well, calendar I either. I don't know. There's <laughs> certain <laughs> je ne sais barely, quoi there. Thank you. That, uh, thank you. Look, you, look, it's not important to write down everything you do during the day. <laughs> you know, sometimes because in the future, somebody might want to look at that calendar. <laughs> yes. Okay. You For him, it was uh, apparently okay. For a calendar? No. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More Pat and uh, Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. With Pat and Jeffy, Glenn sick today. Uh, so this, if you're if you're a Republican, this is apparently what you can expect when you go out to dinner with your wife uh, in Washington D.C. and and elsewhere for that matter. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe and then you get that Beto is way hotter than you dude i mean <laughs> these people are such hypocrites that's uh, for sure such despicable sure. hypocrites uh, and this is all uh being yelled at ted cruz and his wife when they're just trying to go out to dinner in washington dc <laughs> We believe survivors. We believe survivors. God bless you. Let my wife through. We believe survivors. Unbelievable. Do you really? Do you believe survivors? Tell that to the survivor of Keith Ellison. What? What about her? Nobody. Nobody on the Democrat side believes Keith Ellison's accuser. Nobody in the Democrat Party. Uh, you're, they're not even talking about that. The guy just won, an, won a primary election in the midst of the accusations. I thought you believed survivors. No, you don't. Nope. No, you don't. You believe them if the accusation is leveled against a Republican yes. uh, because you're just partisan hacks and you, you don't really care about the truth at all. They don't care about the truth. And And since when in America is... The accused uh, guilty immediately, just based on the accusation. I mean, that's been slowly coming. It's been for a couple of years now. It's been slowly coming as a, as a, you know, it was laughed off. But I mean, they've really kept pushing and kept pushing, and And they don't even make any bones about it anymore, right? Uh, And they're they've been asked several of them point blank uh, on on a lot of news shows. Well, wait a minute, what about the presumption of innocence? And they just roll right over it oh that's for the courts yeah well we're not even getting to the courts so that's where the, no it was it was about the people too mm-hmm. it was supposed to be that way too oh yeah it's just an american principle uh and they that they don't believe in obviously uh brian in oklahoma you're on the glenn beck program with pat and jeffy hi hey pat i, I have a fantasy i want to share with you i, I, oh, I called <laughs> i called for one point but i have two points but first off um I've been watching this Kavanaugh thing and the sheer lack of decorum. And I know this is kind of evil of me, but if Kavanaugh doesn't make it through this process, I would like to nominate Hillary Clinton for the Supreme Court. Just for the sheer joy of watching her get drugged through the mud like a Libyan bastard. <laughs> I mean... It would be interesting. But then you run the danger that she might actually be confirmed. She's not going to do and, that. Uh, won't happen. That, would, that would be horrific. But yeah, yeah I mean, you know... There is that tendency to just want revenge. We were just talking about that a few minutes ago. I'd love to. I'd love to go and holler in the faces of all these people when they're out to dinner. So love great. to do it. Just gr- gather a mob of Republicans, of conservatives, and just so go great. scream in their face wherever they go. How do you like it? You like oh. that? 
Is that fun? Were you starting to enjoy that water burger? You feel free? Do you feel like uh like you're you can go anywhere you want in this country, or do you feel a little bit oppressed now? I wonder. Huh. Hmm. All right. What was your other point then, Brian? So how is denying someone a meal because of you don't agree with their political uh, beliefs at a restaurant? How is that different than denying them a gay wedding cake? <laughs> I mean, they raised all kinds of hell question. because they couldn't have their cake. Yeah. But this guy can't go sit down and have a meal at a restaurant nope. without being shouted down and abused by these people. Yeah. It's exactly the same. I agree. I I think it's exactly the same. It's a good point. They, they shut they shut down Alex Jones for harassing people and coming Appreciate after it, people like that on the internet, but uh, you know, for mm-hmm. his Twitter accounts, where are they at? We're going to shut these people down? Don't don't look mm-hmm. too hard for it because it's not going to happen, but they should. I saw I heard a, a theory earlier this morning that I thought was interesting. So if uh, the theory would go like they're trying to the Democrats are trying to push this off until the election. Right. So mm-hmm. the the uh, Kavanaugh vote. So Trump pulls Kavanaugh and says there, OK, that's it. And then spends the next six weeks or eight weeks, however it is, till the election, uh, just bashing the Democrats at what they did to you. This is your son. That's why I need the Senate. This is why we need the Republicans, and this is ridiculous what they did to this man's family. This one, and then as soon as you know, then and then uh, nominate uh, Barrett. Mm, might help in the election, and it might help that confirmation. Yeah, and you get a more uh, conservative judge. If it went down that way, uh, it, it might work. I, I there's just no guarantee it will. I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, but I like the theory. I do, too. <laughs> uh, Bernadette in Florida, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hi. Hey. My question is, how did these people even know that the cruises were going to be there? So apparently, a restaurant employee must have notified them ahead of time that they had reservations. And if that's the case, what mm-hmm. is the restaurant going to do about it? Yeah. Are they going to fire the employee that leaked it? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. And really, in today's world, what happens? Thanks, yeah, um, what you know, like the I have a couple of questions to that. Does the restaurant? Why does Ted have to leave? Why is the restaurant employees not kicking those people out? Yeah, okay, right. that's, that's what I want to know. Right, I want to know why is Ted leaving? Because I doubt they were even patrons. They're, they're not happy, customers. Right, they're happy to help Ted leave leave the restaurant, but they're mm-hmm. not showing these people to the door. Yeah, right. Okay, I have that question. And another in today's world, to your point of how they know, if you're if you're part of uh, the hater mobs, you've got a person that's kind of keeping an eye on you, the senator. Um, it, and if you know if he goes somewhere, you just post it. I mean, you have a you have your group, your Facebook group, your Instagram group, your Twitter group, and they get the ping saying you know Ted's at Bill's restaurant, and then they show up. So I mean, it's that's just that's a that's a quick and easy crowd. Uh, it's kind of amazing that I, so I don't know if that was at the beginning of his meal or, or at, the at the end. I don't know. I don't know if he'd already gotten his food. I have no idea. Uh, we should try to get him on and, and ask Find him about out, that. Yeah, because yeah, um, if it's getting to the point where Republicans can't go out to dinner, is that really the... I, I mean, are you proud of that, Democrats? Time to stop. Yeah. yeah. Is that really what we want to have happen in the United States of America? I mean, congratulations, Maxine Waters, yeah. because... You got it. 
people are following through and they're getting ugly and they're getting in people's faces. And if you don't think that's it's not going to escalate, because it is, eventually something's going to happen oh, yeah. at one of these events where somebody gets hurt. And then whose fault is that? That's not Donald Trump's fault. No, it is, no, it is not. They're gonna, you're going to try to spin it to Trump's fault. Yeah, but they're going to try. Uh, they, they will try. You're 100% right there, my friend. Trip, that, that will yeah. definitely happen. Triple eight seven two seven Beck Bill in Oklahoma. You're on the you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi, hi. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey as I've been considering this uh, business with Brett Kavanaugh, it popped into mind uh, another Democratic activist in uh, April of eighteen sixty five, guy named John Wilkes Booth, yeah. uh, obviously assassinated President Abraham Lincoln. And what struck me is the similarities in today's world. You don't need a firearm or anything to uh, to assassinate effectively assassinate somebody all you need is a is an allegation you know of wrongdoing 30 some odd years ago and uh, to really have the same effect which yeah. is uh, obviously exactly and consider consider the similarities of course with ford's theater and then yeah. of course with dr ford and it, it's it's tragic you know that that essentially they're doing the same thing with yes, what are. could very well be and that these feckless gutless republicans drive me crazy you know, they don't make the point, hey, this person could be lying. I mean, no, nobody has mm-hmm. dared say that. My heavens, what? how novel that would be to levy, levy a false allegation at somebody, you know, that humans yeah. have been doing for millennia. But it's, uh, you know, seriously, and if I was Judge Kavanaugh in my remarks Thursday, I don't know if I'd be so so gutsy to say that, but I think I would draw the comparison and say, hey, you know, they're trying to assass me, assassinate me in exactly the same way as, you know, is Martin Luther King or JFK? I mean, they're doing the same thing, but merely with a false allegation. Yeah, so. they're still getting rid of you. I mean, they're they're not killing you, but they're getting rid of your political career. Well, uh, and I, you know, I almost mentioned it earlier. Thanks, Bill. Uh, thank you, Bill. That, that uh, you know, despite no matter what happens now, I, I, you know, after he gave the interview uh, last night, we played you some clips from that, and uh, very believable. Uh, you know, I want to believe him, and you know, I believe that you know he's a good family man, and you know, the family is is this is a rough patch, more than a rough patch, really, that for the family. But uh, I don't know that he ever gets by this, even if he gets becomes a Supreme Court justice, right? I mean, this is mm. this is this is a big chunk to mm-hmm. get by. Yeah, and I you've mean, already you're harmed never going to wash yourself of this. Already harmed his family. Yeah, you've already harmed his daughters. Absolutely. Um, it's never going away for them. No, it's never. Uh, it's uh, it's it's despicable what's going on. Um, it was fascinating too to uh, see MoveOn.org jump into this discussion. Oh, good. Um, MoveOn.org tweeted out to uh, Doctor Ford, you know, the accuser of of Brett Kavanaugh. Dear Professor Ford, we want you to know that you are not alone. You are a survivor. Millions of us have your back. We call on senators to demand a full, fair, and trauma-informed investigation. Which is interesting since MoveOn.org was founded as a grassroots operation to oppose impeachment proceedings of President Bill Clinton. When they were, the name of the organization itself is to move on from the allegations of Bill Clinton. And now, now they don't want to move on past any allegations. Even though there's not a shred of evidence from anybody, now they're totally 100% supportive of the allegations. Let's 
let's be stuck in the mire.org. <laughs> maybe, maybe they should change the name of the organization. Uh, 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 stuck in the mire.org. Uh, Carl in Illinois, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, I just wanted to jump on the point that uh, Jeffy brought up, and we've talked about this here uh, among our friends, uh, is uh, allowing this to go past the elections um, and actually having a, a, a red wave voting uh, for, for Republicans because of the uh, Supreme Court justice. I know a lot of people that voted for Trump just for the Supreme Court justice. They right. wanted to make sure that they had a conservative come in. And I know it's no guarantee, but um, I think the Republicans would be smart to do that. Yeah, well, the Republicans aren't smart, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they they <laughs> rarely do the smart thing. Thanks, Carl. It would be nice. You are giving them uh, the but, benefit uh, of the doubt on that. Yeah, I'm not the sure. past has not really shown us that. Yeah, not sure they deserve the benefit of the doubt. Triple eight. 727-BECK. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Have you ever uh, taken your car in for an oil change and the mechanic finds something wrong and surprise! You're hit with a repair bill you just didn't expect. I don't think that's ever not happened. No kidding. Seriously. I don't know that. Every time I've gone in for an oil change or something really small, uh, I need new windshield wipers. Can you just replace it? Yeah, we, we were doing the Windshield wipers couldn't help but notice the brakes need to be fixed on all four, uh, all four of them. Well, wait. First of all, do I have four brakes? I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> well, when you have uh, ex- when you have extended vehicle protection, like so many of us here do, from Car Shield, you don't have to worry about those unexpected surprises. If the car breaks down after the manufacturer's warranty expires, and it always does. 100%. Every single time, just after your warranty uh, expires, and yeah, your your warranty expired last week. Oh, too bad. Uh, it's only cost you twenty one hundred dollars, though. I mean, replacing your engine just that could cost you thousands. A simple repair to a sensor can cost over a thousand dollars. Today's cars are so technical and so expensive to repair. You need Car Shield. It makes the most. Makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's it's your choice. Save yourself thousands of dollars in future car repairs. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection. Like uh, again, like so many of us have done here. Before something goes wrong, call eight hundred car sixty one hundred eight hundred car sixty one hundred. Mention the code Beck. Or visit carshield.com and use the promo code BECK to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code BECK. A deductible may apply. Carshield.com. Um, we've been talking about this. Uh, I, I consider it an attack on Ted Cruz uh, last night at a restaurant when he's out with his wife, Heidi. Oh, I believe that. And, and people Absolutely. show up and start chanting at him. First of all, it is kind of an inter- interesting question. How does that begin? I guess somebody spots them going to the yeah. restaurant, and then they just tweet it out they, or whatever. Yeah, they 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 have a you know a group chat that they uh, that they message, and mm-hmm. uh, who's ever available shows up. And it's amazing to get there so quickly. Yeah, I mean they, they must have had what fifteen twenty people around him. I mean you can't what, all yelling did, at him. Did you think that they were going to be at uh, I don't know a job? 
No. <laughs> no, clearly they don't have jobs. And even if they go to universities, uh, they can just leave there anytime they want. Yeah. Uh, right. We found that with the Yale Law people. Oh. Right? They just leave. It's okay. We, just, we don't have to go to class. We're going to uh, go protest. My favorite part of that was that the uh, Yale Law students joined in the yeah. uh, protest. Despite the fact that there's not a shred of evidence that any of this ever occurred, these soon-to-be lawyers are all in. All in on the fact that he's guilty. Wow. You guys aren't going to make very good uh, defense attorneys. Yale. One of the top, (laughs) supposedly, one of the top law schools in the world. Right. Yeah. And you know, know, look, if they're leaving to protest, uh, they're not paying for their classes. They're not paying for school. Someone else is paying for them. Well, yes, right? mom and I dad mean, are, yeah, are paying for the clearly. school. Yeah, so I mean that's that's kind of sad. It, it is, and you know that about ninety five percent of the reason they left class is just because they wanted to get out of class. It's not the, they didn't believe in the cause. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't think so. Huh? I don't know that they know anything about the cause. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glad on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to tell you about something that you should either end your day with or um, start your morning with, and that is the news and why it matters. If you like this show, you're going to love the news and why it matters. It's a bunch of us that all get together at the end of the day and just talk about the stories that matter to you and your life. The news and why it matters. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcast. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn, who's uh, feeling a little under the weather today. Hopefully, uh, we'll have it back tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Tim Cook sat down more than a year ago to watch Apple's first scripted drama, which I've I've I didn't know they had scripted dramas yet. Yeah, Did they're you? starting to for the Apple TV. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the first scripted drama they had was Vital Signs. But he was troubled by what he saw. The show is... Have you seen Vital Signs? You've seen no. everything. You've not seen Vital Signs? <laughs> really? No, is that not. the one broadcasted show you've never I, seen? I don't, I don't subscribe to Apple yet. Oh, okay. That's why. All right. <laughs> Apparently, it's a dark, semi-biographical tale of a hip-hop artist. Uh, of Dr. Dre, actually. Okay. Yeah. Featured characters doing lines of coke. Uh, there's an extended orgy scene in a in a mansion and drawn guns i mean you've hooked me so far my friend, <laughs> i know you're gonna love that I, i'm right? already looking up how to subscribe <laughs> unfortunately for you however uh tim cook doesn't want that kind I, of programming yeah whatever how about that i mean i can't believe that he told apple music executive jimmy uh, yovine uh said people familiar with apple's entertainment plans that apple can't show this kind of stuff Thank you. For me, that's great because Amazon does almost exclusively, you know, R-rated type stuff. Netflix does almost exclusively big guy stuff. Yeah, R-rated kind of stuff stuff that we like to watch is big guy stuff. It's it's got nudity. It's got the F word all through it, or graphic violence, or whatever. You know, Game of Thrones is a good example. Um, It's HBO. Is it HBO? Okay. But I, the same I, thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, yes. All, yes, I understand. Yeah. Um, all right. What is it that I'm thinking of on? Well, it's everything on Netflix. Is that me? Is that you? Yeah, it's uh, okay. It's something started on my computer, which is really handy for uh, for on-air work. 
Again, nice. that needs to become illegal. When you don't that is push that a button to, to make that happen, th- that has to stop. If that if you have tabs open mm-hmm. on, on your laptop or desktop and you're not a, a tab is not highlighted right it should be that should not illegal happen. it should to have the and i mean yes, illegal yes, I want, i'm not one for regulation but i want i want laws for this i do too i, want I do laws too for this. i want that laws for that and i want a law that says these facial cream companies gotta stop lying how do they we do actually that? already have a law on that and how that's they, not being enforced no. i don't know how false advertising works like that. i but. mean that I mean, fraudulent. And, and there's an erectile dysfunction company that uh, uses anybody they want. Yeah. Well, anybody they make they stuff up. They make up quotes. Anybody they want. They make up scenarios. They'll talk about people having trouble in their marriage that aren't having trouble in their marriage. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They'll just, it's, they don't care. Absolutely. And amazing. they've gotten away with it for years they now. Sure and I just don't understand it. I don't know how it's possible. But I mean, Glenn got into a, a huge fight with our money people, right? Because the company, he didn't want them running on the right? blaze. Yes. And they were like, well, and no, it cost that's us part a, of the deal. Cost but, us a yeah. ton. Yeah. So that's why you see him on the on the different websites because every time I see him now, I think, oh, you're just doing it for the money. Yep. Okay. There's no, yep. which is okay. I mean, I'm. Look, okay. It's not okay because those ads, but it's not okay for that. Are no. lies. Now, different no, it's ads. Okay. No, I mean being in you, it for the money. Is yeah, okay. I, yes. I get that. Yes, All of right. course, it's capitalism. But, but um, not with the lies. You're right. Right. But when you're when you're doing fraudulent things, when you're lying about people to make money, and, and, and that's out, a problem. Out lies. Yeah, complete lies. You know that we've we've talked many times about the uh, fixer upper lies that uh, Chip and Joanna were having these yes. marital problems and she was leaving the show because of her facial cream empire. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> None of it was true. None of their quotes actually were ever said by anybody. They eventually stopped doing the show, but it wasn't because of facial cream. Oh, oh, it wasn't? And, and, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It actually okay. wasn't, Jeffy. Oh, okay. Uh, surprisingly wow. enough, it, it I was... know that. Yeah, I think they'd, they'd had enough. I think they'd had enough. They yep. got a lot going on. Um... But back to this anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Apple uh, movement now, as as they get into live programming, you, you know, I think that Netflix and Amazon are pretty well, and Hulu have all covered the uh, R-rated programming pretty yeah, well. They're not alone. I mean, right? HBO's on it, CBS. Yeah, Showtime. And they've been, they've been on all, it forever. Yes, absolutely. Um, but across Hollywood and inside Apple, the show has become emblematic of the challenges faced by the technology giant as they push into entertainment. And again, I, I didn't even realize they were doing this well, until good recently. Well, yeah, no, I knew they were they were getting into the streaming because they want to be they want their piece of the pie, which is good. And this actually might be a good move on their part because, like you say, nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. And Some so, family stuff, right? So okay, I mean that's good for them. I don't yeah, know. I like uh, but it. I don't know if they'll be able to survive with continuing doing it. I, I mean, I, I hope so. And obviously, Tim hopes so. Is there? Yeah. Is there a market for right. it? Other than I don't know my family, right. I, there will right. be families obviously that like. I'm sure it. there will, sure. But will will you find people who are interested enough in doing that kind of programming to go ahead and and, and make produce it, create, it and, and produce it for it, you? Make it creative enough. That's the problem, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's the deal. You you still want the show to be good, right? <laughs> right. Well, but you don't want it to be. I don't want it to be Bambi anyway, right, right? Right. You know? I definitely don't want it to be Bambi. No. <laughs> no. 
So their entertainment team is trying to walk a fine line that very few people in Hollywood would ever consider. Uh, Cook actually canceled Vital Signs, and they've made it clear, according to producers and agents, that they want high-quality shows with stars and broad appeal, but they don't want gratuitous sex, profanity, or violence. So we'll see if that works. We'll see if it works. Is there still a market for it? Um, My house. <laughs> okay, yes, at the Fisher household, you won't be watching oh, the yeah. Apple TV I mean, programming. That's the point. But there's already plenty of stuff for you, right, on Netflix. There is. And yes, there is. And, there might, and look, if the, if the programming is good, I'll watch it. I, yeah. I want the stories to be good. I want the programming to be good. But didn't House of Cards kind of back off of the nudity that they they once did pretty freely? A little bit. You know, a lot of shows do that, though. Yeah, they start. A lot of shows start off with some really hook raw you, stuff, and they hook you, yes, and then they back off, and, and they just, you live off of what happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, and so you still think that it's really bad, but they're not showing you that real bad stuff anymore. So that, you know, a person will die, and they'll show that person pre- and post-death, but they don't show the actual murder. Well, while early on in the they series, they would show the murder. You know what I mean? So yeah. you still kind of think you're seeing it, but you're not. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it's real fascinating. It's interesting. Um, Orange is the New Black. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, I've gone through the first. They've got like, I don't know, seven or eight, nine seasons now. And have they moderated it at all? No, it's still pretty harsh. I think so, yeah. I mean, I I kind of backed off after three or four seasons of that. Got a little old. Really? But they weren't (laughs) still backing off. You know, even... Is it what was what was the network with uh, the Americans? Because they featured some nudity too, from what uh, Glenn was saying, and I think that that's FX, that's just on that? FX, that FX, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So even they are getting into yeah. that. Oh yeah, they've got some wow. other uh, series that they run on FX that are really good and and big guy shows. I mean that yeah, they do some mm-hmm. some uh, raunchy material, language material, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what I saw last night on actual network television, I, which I haven't watched a show on network TV for I don't know how long, um, 10 years probably or more, uh, is a show called Manifest. Did you see that? I caught the first little bit of it last night, yeah, because my, uh, my wife and kids were watching uh, The Voice. And uh, mm-hmm. manifest was uh, you know that was it came right on afterward after. yeah yeah and uh, she was she was watching and I caught the first uh, first bit because it was a fascinating idea behind the story and I know you'll tell say it's, what it is but good I wanted to see how the people learned what happened in the show right and once I saw that I got to go to bed <laughs> uh, I was watching uh, football on Sunday night and and the ad came on for manifest and it it was intriguing and at the end of the at the end of the uh, promo. Said, set your V your your DVR now. My VCR. Set your DVR now. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to. Nice. <laughs> so I actually recorded it. I must set then, my DVR. I must set my DVR. <laughs> I, I did it. It's the first time I've ever done what they told me to do Fantastic. on uh, on TV. But it's working. the The premise of the show is that a uh, a group of passengers on a plane get, they get on a plane and it departs and they just fly from their destination they have some bad turbulence in the middle yeah. and then they land and it's been five and a half years right 
to everybody who's been on the ground the whole time. Great premise. Really cool. Really it's, good premise. It reminds me a lot of forty the 4400. Did you ever see that? Uh, yeah, I caught a little bit. I, I, I wasn't into it as much Where as you. I remember you talking a lot 4, about 4400 4, people yeah. disappeared and then yeah. came back and, and came they all back. had special yeah. powers and, there was and a, nobody there, knew what happened to them. They, uh, they, there was another show that where people started coming back from the future, too. Yeah, there's been what a bunch of these. show? I watched, the, I watched some mm-hmm. of it. It doesn't matter, but they, there's been mm-hmm. a, another show where people were coming back from the future because they wanted to change. They wanted to change where they were at uh, they were coming back to now because they wanted to uh, oh yeah because they knew what yeah where, what, what was things that? were like where they in the time frame they lived in and they mm. wanted to change our time so it would change their forward time fascinating yeah but some some cool shows yeah yeah, yeah. uh and some some good stuff so it's a great premise for the show like i said i watched the first you know until they found i want to see how they actually learned because uh, they, you know, the plane landed and <laughs> they, they won't just, let them off the plane. They and just they, told they, them. They, they surround them with ambulances and cops and everything. And, mm-hmm. and they've got everybody. And you're waiting up. for some build up. Yeah. And the, the guy just goes, comes over and tells what them. What are you standing here for? You're not going to make it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got five and a half years. Uh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Wait. Well, time to go to bed. <laughs> That was really. I, I found that really fascinating because I did want some sort of uh, some so sort of build up, build up to yes. telling them, you know, and some yeah. sort of secrecy to what had happened to them. No, that nope, part was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. yeah, they just got right to it. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. This uh, the half hour of the show brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe Home Security is a great security system. It's a fantastic protection it's easy to use it's easy to set up and we've got some exciting news for you simply safe is now valued at one billion dollars imagine that they started with us when i don't know they had five employees i think so good that's that's how long uh we've known these people and and glenn has worked with them the founder only started the company because he wanted to help his friends who were burglarized and now it's worth a billion dollars wow simply safe protects over two million people now Two million people. And here's what makes them great. Simply Safe is comprehensive protection for your home with round the clock professional monitoring and police dispatch. You get protection against intruders, fires, leaks, pipe bursts. Uh, Simply Safe keeps working during power outages, downed Wi Fi. Even if a burglar smashes your keypad, it continues to work. System is easy to use, it's incredibly intuitive. And it takes only a few minutes to set up. And with Simply Safe, there's no contracts, there's no hidden fees, and 24/7 monitoring is only 14.99 a month. That's incredible. I remember before uh, Simply Safe, my home security system had gone up to almost 60 bucks a month. It, I'd rather pay 14.99 a month. It just makes sense. Really? <laughs> yes, for <laughs> better protection. <laughs> Order your Simply Safe system right now. And get 10% off. Visit simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com for 10% off your home security system. Simplysafebeck.com. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. 888 beck What a great world we live in. Purdue University in Indiana uh, just announced their first ever Gender-neutral homecoming court. Isn't that, nice. isn't that wonderful? You. Gender-neutral. We it's don't have to... about time. Finally. Finally. Uh, we've all been so offended by the king and queen. Oh. Because, obviously, a king is a, is a man and a queen is a woman. And we don't... 
We don't need that artificial construct anymore. We just don't need that. I, to be honest, I don't even know why we have it anymore. I mean, this whole objectification thing well, is agonizing. Isn't it? We just need to do away with all of it. Um, so at Purdue, they're opting instead for homecoming royalty. And it can be... Oh, good. You know, it could be one of any of the 112 different genders. <laughs> So I think that's such a relief now. It's good that we well, got that weight off of our shoulders. So it, finally, it's, it's kind of a fluid homecoming. So when uh, when there's new genders mm-hmm. that we find, we mm-hmm. just add to them. You right? just add so them. Good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yes. <laughs> and now without so without the oppressive king and queen Thank titles. You. Thank you. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Thank you. So. Seniors Lily Bishop and Grant Wood were crowned homecoming royalty during the homecoming. Still, though, they went with apparently a girl and a guy. So they ha- they still went with those two genders. I don't know why they didn't Did choose we, some other gender. Were they were they identifying as a male and a female at the time? I they, it doesn't say. I'm I'm not sure. But the push for a gender neutral homecoming court was a student-driven effort to push forward with gender equality across all platforms. The current candidates we choose had better resumes, better applications, and better represented Purdue. Uh, they're not the only major uh, university to hold a gender, gender-neutral homecoming. Penn State is also doing a uh, their first-ever gender-inclusive homecoming oh, weekend on October 13th. Thank goodness. Good. So it's starting to spread all uh, over the country. Jumping on the bandwagon now. Now that Purdue's at the stage. If it gets them there, though, Jeffy, where we get rid of that, uh, you know, false construct, I'm okay with it. As long as they, I'm well, okay I, with you it. know what? As long as they're promoting diversity and inclusivity. Thank you. I mean, yes. that's all we care about. Isn't that what everybody's been clamoring for? Yes. How often have you heard people say on the street, damn those homecoming <laughs> things where they have a king and queen. I hate that. How many times have you heard that? I can't even sleep at I night can. because there's a homecoming king and a homecoming queen, and I can't take it anymore. What if we had gender-neutral homecomings? Now you're onto something. <laughs> now so, you're onto something. And finally we do. And finally we do. I, I mean, you know, the overwhelming demand has been there for so long that it's just nice. It's a relief. I guess, to finally see it come to fruition. So, I mean, so many people have complained. That yes. You, that's why you haven't never heard about it. people complaining because so many people are complaining. They've just given up. This so generation of so kids, much. these millennials, are uh, they're turning everything upside down. Turning everything. I mean, this, as they said, it's student-driven. Yeah. So it's these kids that have grown up thinking, yeah, you know what? We, we don't need... Uh, gender specificity. <laughs> we don't need that. What if we were gender oh. neutral? Uh, In fact, during our I, I'm hurt mm-hmm. when someone it hurt. Yes, just, it's a good word for what, it. Yes, yes, it pains me. It does. It does. I feel. I feel bad. <laughs> so ridiculous. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. John in Washington. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hi. Uh, Hi. I think what we really need now is a uh, another Spartacus moment, and specifically, we have the uh, legislative or the Congressional Accountability Act. So all of the congressional people, like Teddy and all those guys who've mm-hmm. uh, assaulted people, mm-hmm. all their records are there, 
and we should open those records and everybody who's been accused or has a settlement should turn in their badge and go home <laughs> because obviously they're not suitable to serve the country. We'd have about seven representatives less uh, left would be my guess. Maybe, maybe seven. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I like the idea, though, because I appreciate it, John. We should find out who's been guilty of this and who has cost taxpayer money to settle these things. Oh, my gosh, yes. That should absolutely that, be it, transparent. It, it, it's embarrassing for us not to know that. It should absolutely, we should have that transparency where we know who has cost taxpayers you know, fifty or a hundred thousand dollars or whatever in settlements, because we know they've made millions. They've made they've they've paid out millions in settlements to people. Now, I don't want to know who they've paid them to, but I do want to know they've been paid. Yes, I yes. do want to know they've and, been paid. And who was the perpetrator? Who who was the perpetrator? Uh, and it's costing taxpayer money like yeah. that. We deserve to know that. We absolutely do. It's our money, and they act like. You know, it comes from some magic federal tree or something in their backyard. They certainly don't act like it comes from you and me. No, they don't. No, they don't. And they don't act like they're our employees. They act like they're I know. They're royalty. And and we're the we're the knaves who just must obey. It's time for royalty to be knocked down a peg. Right? Okay. And gender all, neutrality we all speak for as well. Purdue University right yes. Now. <laughs> we're all Purdue. Can we say that? Amen. We are we're all, all Purdue, Purdue today, my friend. Triple eight seven two seven back. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy uh, because Glenn is a little under the weather today. You might think, hey, if you're not sexually assaulting or uh, harassing any woman, that you're safe from the Me Too movement. Uh, that's what I think, and you'd think wrongly there. I would. Yes. Uh, let me tell you this story. This is unbelievable. Um. Last week, Ian Baruma, who is the uh, who used to be the editor of the New York Review of Books, used to be, but a mob descended on him because he published an essay by uh, Gian Gameshi. He is a guy. He was a Canadian broadcaster who'd been accused of sexual assault early on in this Me Too movement era. He stood trial in Canada for sexual assault of six women and was acquitted of all charges back in 2015. So he sent a piece to the editor, Ian uh, Bert Baruma, and it was kind of an attempted apology and explanation of how he became a person who was so despised. He said, I wore the right ribbons, used the right hashtags, hosted the right guests. I did interviews with everyone from Toni Morrison to Gloria Steinem, Drake, and Maya Angelou. I attended demonstrations and spoke at progressive fundraisers. And at some point, when it came to women, I began to use my liberal gender studies education as a cover for my own behavior. I was ostensibly so schooled in how sexism works that I would arrogantly give myself a free pass. He describes the helplessness, the shame, the fear he felt after the accusations hit um, he actually even admitted that he might have behaved badly towards some yes. women, but he I didn't. Some of the story, he yeah. didn't do the things that he was accused it wasn't of. However, going that far, yeah. right? So, because he sent this to Ian, who was the editor, and Ian published it. That bastard. Now, Ian 
is out of his job because the Me Too people came down on him. How is that? How is it possible? How is it possible that a company fires you? The New York Book of Reviews. How do they not say, no, no, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. You're not going to control our journalistic content. We're not going to allow you to do that. I, if nobody has any giblets to stand up and say no, right. enough is enough. Okay? Nobody, I think we're all agreed on the fact that none of us want sexual assault or harassment of any kind or discrimination of any kind Just to happen. Just by you saying that means you do. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. It honestly right. is. I know. That's it's pathetic. It's really, truly unbelievable how far this and Glenn has talked about this many times, how far that pendulum swings when we get extreme like this. And we are too extreme. And and the pendulum has swung so far the other way that it's gotten to be almost a fascist movement now. More than almost. It oh, is no, a fascist is. movement it now. Is. If you can't say anything. Uh, you, can't you can't say, say anything say, to hey, defend sorry, somebody. Hey, yeah. You, you, uh. You know, we accused you, and you've been found innocent, or you've been found not guilty. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're going to let you, I don't know, live your life again. That's unacceptable. Right. Well, I can't have that. So Jeez. no one wants to have go up against the Me Too movement by saying when they're in the right, when they're 100% in the right, you still don't want to go up against them by saying no. Mm-hmm. No, this is right. This is the right thing, right? And you still don't want to go up against them. Tell me that's not fascism. Tell me that's not how somebody in the 1930s and 40s. Operated. It absolutely is. That's not Donald Trump doing that, by the that's way. Not Donald Trump. No, <laughs> no, and that's that's who they'll blame. They'll again for all ills in society uh, about. Uh, nastiness to each other. It, it all comes down on Trump now. Like that. Like he's the first guy who introduced something mean into our culture. It was completely nice yeah, no, and friendly right. and wonderful Nirvana until Donald Trump two years ago. It's pathetic. It's ridiculous. We went from the the love of Barack and Michelle, mm-hmm. the love of yes, Barack and Michelle yes. to the. I don't know, just to the dirty streets of Donald Trump. <laughs> to the slump, to the gutter. To the very gutter, yes. if you will, of yeah. Donald Trump. Speaking of uh, the wonderful, um, beautiful, enlightened Obamas, have you seen what the tickets are going for on Michelle Obama's book tour right now? She's got this book that's being released called uh, Becoming. And uh, it's her first memoir, and so is it out yet? Because I thought I pre-ordered uh, it, and it hasn't come. It hasn't arrived at my house yet. That's so. disappointing, isn't it? Because when is. you're looking forward to reading that book so much, if it's, if it's and, out, then, and I ha- they haven't shipped, and they it haven't to shipped yet, it yet, that's a problem. That it hurts. It really does. Uh, I mean, I know what it's like to look forward to something with such a great deal of anticipation, and then not have it get right? there in time. So. What's happening is she is booking arenas like she's booked in December for uh, Dallas and it's at the American Airlines Arena, which seats 20,000 people. So those are the kinds of arenas she supposedly is filling here. 
And the nosebleed seats all the way at the top, you know, where you're so high up in the arena, you're actually watching the event from space. <laughs> <laughs> Those seats cost 30 bucks. Front row seats? What do you oh. think front row seats? Take a guess uh, at front row Michelle seats. Michelle Obama. Front row American Airlines Center. Mm-hmm. What are you getting per ticket? Fifteen hundred bucks. Three thousand dollars. Okay, double what I said. Three thousand yeah, dollars. You and a partner though can go see Michelle for just six thousand uh, no, dollars. For friend, six grand. My friend, that gets you into the door at the American Airlines Center. Right. That they, doesn't well, get you that to doesn't park. Include parking, of course. That doesn't get you. It doesn't that include food. You a drink. Right. <laughs> Right. So you might as well look. If you've got six grand to spend at that front row, you're not worried about the drinks and parking. But, <laughs> it's very true. But, still. Uh, still, yes. So uh, you get some cool things if you spend the mere $3,000. And, you know, because look at her arms. She's got fantastic <laughs> arms. And you'd be able to see her arms from the front row if you do this. But also you get a signed book. Woo! And uh, you get to meet her, or you just they just have it sitting on no, your chair. No, you don't get to meet her. As far as this, uh, this doesn't talk about that. So they just have it sitting on your chair. Then to put this into perspective, VIP tickets to Beyonce and Jay Z on their last tour were a thousand bucks. That was the high ticket price, thousand bucks, which is a lot, but it's a yeah. third of what Michelle Obama is charging. I'm sorry, I thought these were the income inequality they people. Are. I thought they were all about the little guy. The little guys are not very happy about this. Uh, Good. They don't they deserve to be not very happy about this. One of her fans tweeted out, uh, Michelle Obama is out here selling Beyonce price tickets, and I was not prepared. Another said, uh, this is for the upper middle to upper class only. The rest of us can't swing an average of two or $300 for one ticket. Right. Just average seats. Right? Yeah. The front row seats are three grand a piece. Yes. Yeah, you're not getting in the house for... Uh, well, you're not the even nose getting in the house for 30. under 30. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I just, the hypocrisy just continues to be piled on. And the left just continues to okay worship it. them. Be okay with it. Yeah, far more than okay. It's the Obamas. Nothing these two can do is wrong. Ever. ever. Doesn't matter what they do. Ever. It's not wrong. It's It's really something to see. Um, but I'm also going to be interested to see how full these arenas are because it's hard to fill a three or 4,000 seat arena these days, let alone 18 or 20,000 people. That's a lot. Yes, and if she still has that kind of juice to sell out these arenas, you know, she's running for office. Yes. And this might be the test, right? It might be. Yeah. If she could fill arenas like this, uh, that will that might be what pushes her yeah. over the edge. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, if she were to run in 2020 against you might put up a fight the president, against I think you've got a battle there. I think you do, too. She's probably one of the few. I've said many times, I, I don't think the Democrats have anybody who no, can beat Trump. Please. Nobody. Unless they go to, like, a Tom Hanks or a... Uh, who is the other person that's kicked around all the time? Oh, the Rock. Yeah, well, the but he's Republican, probably Republican. Yeah. Oprah is kicked oh, around. Yeah, Oprah, they love Oprah. You know, they love Oprah. Oprah's hugely popular. She might, you know, make it interesting. Michelle Obama, for for whatever reason, I she's think, super popular. I think Tom Hanks and uh, and Oprah, if we're using those two as examples, they would make it interesting. I don't think they could beat Trump. Um, 
I really don't. I, Trump, when people Trump start to hear can, their policies, yes, and plus that might Trump, hurt. Trump's not the only one that maybe has a shot is uh, more than Tom is Oprah because Donald would be attacking a woman. So it kind of goes against a little bit of what he was said, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit of shot. But it, Michelle, that's a woman and Michelle Obama. And she's been first lady. She's got some experience, kind of. I don't think Trump could beat her. I don't know. It it would be tough. It would be tough. I know. She presents a real a real challenge, I think. I think so, too. Now, I heard that uh, our our good friend, uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton, uh-huh. uh, has put in a, a, a statement where she wants to abolish the uh, electoral process. The, oh, uh, man. Has she really? I think so. I, I'm gonna have to. I'll look it up. The here electoral college, break, but I think she wants to find a way to get rid of that because I mean that's how she lost, right? So she, yes. So she could run again if she gets rid of that. <laughs> what a dream that would be, right? What a dream. I know. Yeah, because uh, she's because she's. I mean, she's run two or three times now, right? And not one. Well, she, she ran. She ran for up. president uh, twice. Twice. Right against Barack. Oh, wait. And this year, Trump, right? or this last election. Right. And she was supposed to be the anointed one here. Yeah. So she still has... She's in there somewhere. Not really gotten over She it. might still think it's her turn. I know. But <laughs> I don't know. If Michelle decides to run... It's not her turn anymore. They will kick her to the curb harder yeah. than a rock. Man. Absolutely. Have a nice day. The only thing more powerful than the Clinton machine are the Obamas. I believe in the that. the Democrat Party. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Triple eight... 727-BECK, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. You know, we've been telling you about Goldline's uh, new silver maple flex. It allows you to break off smaller pieces for barter and trade. So I think these things are absolutely beautiful. Oh, so he did leave them here? Yeah, he did leave them here, nice. which is kind of dangerous because they told him a long time ago. Yeah, that you're going to find that missing one of these days because look isn't that great i'm glad you told They're beautiful that because that means when i take him he'll think it's you <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we don't want you to forget about the importance of small gold these bars really cool. as well when it comes to protecting ourselves our families our portfolios you want to make sure that you have maximum flexibility and diversity in your portfolio that's why uh glenn owns and why i own both gold and silver and as we've mentioned before, um, Glenn asked Goldline to create smaller bars of gold and silver that people can carry with them in the event things really get bad. I mean, if you have to use this for currency and barter, uh, you know that something's imploded, like the economy. It's imploded. Uh, so this is just, you know, it's protection uh, against something catastrophic. In addition to, cons- to uh, considering the new silver maple flex, Remember that Goldline also offers an exclusive credit card size holder uh, containing five individually sealed one tenth ounce gold bars. Th- these are beautiful and fantastic as well. And those are also minted by the Royal Canadian Mint. So between these legal tender gold and silver bars, we know if anything goes badly, then you know you can protect your family. You owe it to yourself to call Goldline. Learn more about these gold and silver bars. It's not for everybody, but if you look into it at least, and in, I think it, you'll determine it's right for you. Call 866-GOLDLINE or go to goldline.com. Call today. See how easy it is to own gold and silver. 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. You know, we were talking about the leftist group, the, the mob 
that hassled uh, Ted Cruz and his wife at a D.C. restaurant last chanting this. Except for we Keith Ellison's survivor. survivor. Is way than you do. I, that just every time I hear it, I just I can't believe. Beto's way hotter than you, dude. Right? Really? <laughs> Is that what we've come to? We believe survivors. We believe survivors. God bless you. God bless you. Let my wife through. We believe survivors. And again, the question is, why weren't they thrown out of the restaurant? Why did Ted have to leave? Why did he have to leave? It's pathetic. Uh, you know, maybe it was at the end because I again, I'm not sure maybe. if they were done eating. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, if if they were done eating, it doesn't make what they did any better. No, it doesn't. But it does. You know, make a, uh, it makes me realize why Ted left. Right. Uh, right. But I still want to know how the restaurant can let that happen. No. So that same leftist group, apparently, that organized that little get-together uh, vowed on Twitter afterwards, you are not safe. We will find you. Okay. Uh, sounds like an interesting uh, threat of uh, violence. This is a message to Ted Cruz, Brett Kavanaugh, Donald Trump, and the rest of the racist, sexist, transphobic, and homophobic right-wing scum. You are not safe. We will find you. We will expose you. We will take from you the peace you have taken from so many others. They just, they feel justified in their, uh, in their hate. And doesn't that seem like a violation of Twitter's policy against hatred? It does seem that hmm. way, doesn't it? Yeah, interesting. It does seem that way. It's uh, it's kind of fascinating, actually. What it, what does it take to shut down a left wing Twitter account? Uh, I, nothing. Obviously, there's there's nothing they can do or say, or allege or threaten uh, that would get them shut down on Twitter. Apparently. Guess not. I think we're seeing that, aren't we? We, I, we certainly are. It's playing out before Jeez. our eyes right now. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Glenn Beck. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck uh, program. D- don't forget to tune in for my show immediately following this one on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Also. Glenn has a little bit of a uh, tour coming up. He does, even though he's not here today. Mm-hmm. And you know, this was, this means that he's uh, you know he's home, uh, getting himself uh, better and healthier. For those of you that want to see him on his book tour, starting October twenty fifth. I mean, he's going to San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, Richmond. He'll be all over. You can go to glennbeck dot com slash tour. Glenbeck.com slash tour and to be on his book tour for Addicted to Outrage and uh, you'll have an opportunity to uh, see that show. Uh, that should be actually really fun. The live yeah. tours are, uh, yeah, yeah. are a lot of fun. Uh, hope, I, think, I think I'm going to be at the San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas uh, shows. So you should come too. Hey, you know, I might try to stop by. Yeah, be fun. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not, am I paying like three grand a seat? Is Glenn no. thinking he's Michelle Obama? No, he's not, he's not doing a Michelle Obama prices. Fortunately, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see as their books kind of compete, though. I mean, she's gotten so much publicity, Ooh. though, so much free publicity on this. Uh, and if she's selling out, selling out arenas that hold 20,000 people, we don't know that she's selling about, though, right? That's what, yeah, we that's don't know what, that for sure. But if, if she were to, 
that would be an amazing feat in yeah, this day sure and age. Would. It sure would. And it would it would be a sign that that book is probably gonna it's gonna sell be, a couple copies, sell a few copies, <laughs> be a little bit longer before it goes to paperback. Uh huh. <laughs> you might not find it in the bargain bin. Maybe not. as soon as you maybe like to. Uh, how much would you how much would you be willing to pay for a Michelle Obama book that's actually been signed by her? Huh? Wouldn't that be a dream come true? I mean, and would I get you to- pay the three thousand dollars it costs to get a signed book from her? But and well, a front well, you row get seat. To see her. And you, you get also to see get her live. Yes, you get the front row seat. Yeah. That doesn't include a meet and greet, however. So Is there a is there a meet and greet VIP? I I don't know if she because it doesn't come with that package. So maybe some people are selected to come back and meet her. I I don't know how that's going to work. If it sounds to me that she, I mean, for three grand a ticket and a signed book, and you're up in the front, what five rows or something, ten rows of uh-huh. a three a thousand ticket. Yeah, uh, the meet and greet's going to cost you. You might as well just get ready to blow ten grand to be done with it. Going to cost you another four grand, right? Another another two thousand ahead for a meet and greet. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So it'd be yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you're ticket. right. You're not going to the event alone. So right. Right. Six thousand dollars for two front row right. front section seats. And who's you gonna buy one meet and greet? Ooh, that'd be over good, right, <laughs> honey? I gotta go. Uh, yeah. You wait right here. I'll be back. <laughs> I gotta go meet Michelle. No, you're not buying just one meet and greet. Yeah, you're not doing that. No. <laughs> but the people who can pay six grand to be up front, right? They, they're not worried about no, how much this not. costs. No, they're. Not. It's the it's the others who they claim to be all about it's the middle class the you know people who maybe are a little below lower middle class um it's those people who are denied the opportunity and they're the ones who love her and they're the ones who can't go yeah well a lot of the minorities are at least working now thanks to president trump so they got a little extra cash that's that's right That's right. But we continue to oppress them in other ways, like forcing them to bring ID to the voting booth. I hate that. You can't expect a minority to be able to do that. that. It's clear suppression of the vote. What black or brown person has access to ID? (laughs) None of them. I mean, that's right. (laughs) None None of them do. Right. It's a clear violation of their rights to make them bring an ID. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a driver's license. Even if you believe that minorities don't own cars, you you still have to believe that. Okay, well they but they do have the ability to get a five dollar ID card from the state, right? It's a photo ID that you can present at the yeah. But you get that in booth. a different place than you get your. Your driver's license and that place is just out of reach right? to everybody. So, I mean, or do you under a hundred thousand dollars? The way they all I come from know. the same place, right? The DMV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. Huh? Yeah. How huh. about that? So it's the same place. So you'd be able to find it. I mean, that's the argument, right? When I, earlier when I mentioned Hillary Clinton talking about getting rid of the electoral college, she's not alone. She has a couple of friends. The New York Times uh, has thrown uh, started a new group called the Interstate Compact, which is which mm. would uh, claims here that would effectively gut the electoral college. And uh, activists wow. like uh, uh, Michael Moore, for example, along with uh, Hillary and the New York Times, are trying to. Uh, uh, get rid ban of the electoral college because it is 
racist. Well, you can't do it. You, you have to have a constitutional amendment in order to do that. It's a constitutional provision of the Electoral College. Our founders set that up for a reason. And it was so that these small states could still have a say because they knew. All right. Once the major population centers uh, get to a certain size, the small states aren't going to matter at all. So they set up this system so small states have a say in the election process. So you can't just wish it away or uh, regulate it away. You have to have a constitutional amendment, and that's going to be tough to do. So hopefully we won't we won't see anything come of that. That'd be nice. But according to this, now what they I think what the way they're getting around that with this interstate compact is what they're trying to do is get around doing that right with their little trickery, their little uh, probably uh, in so that state electors would be forced to vote for whomever wins the national popular vote, regardless of how a candidate performs in a particular state. Right. So. So, yeah, if they win the if they win the popular vote in that state, then the, then state has the to electoral colleges has to go with them. has to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that guts it. Right. And I don't I don't know that you can gut it without a constitutional amendment. I don't know. We'd have to maybe get a lawyer on I mean, that's talking about that because uh, that would be bad. You have to take something like that to the Supreme Court. Oh, 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 you have to take something like that to where? The Supreme Court. Where we're trying to pack the court <laughs> right. with one person. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's interesting to see the continued smear uh, of a guy who by all indications is i've never met him i i don't know him but i know what the experts say what the people close to him say that he's a fantastic guy that he is thoughtful that he's not an extremist that i don't even know if he's uh pro getting rid of roe v wade who knows i i i think it's possible really possible that he's not in favor of getting rid of roe v wade he said, not only is there precedent on that, there's super precedent. I think he might have even said super Doppler precedent <laughs> on that. I think that was the quote. I was going to check you on that. And as you know, uh, Jeffy, yeah. super Doppler precedent cannot be broken. No, it cannot. So I mean, that, <laughs> that just takes over everything. You can't go back, period. So they continue to uh, smear him, and they're hounding everybody who supports him. One of the things the mob was chanting last night at Ted Cruz is that he's known the, him for 20 years. Ted Cruz is the best so, so what? <laughs> okay, so I can't come into a restaurant because I've known Brett Kavanaugh for 20 years? Right. we got to right. get a grip on this thing. I, I don't know how to get a grip on it. I don't know either. And what, what uh, I realize that the Supreme Court is a step up from the job that he has now, which is why he wants to try to clear his name and, and get this new job and, and yeah. you know, kind of get everything back to normal. But I, this will never go back to the way it was. Uh, Brad, I got news for you. But he goes back. We're getting rid of him to, you know, we want to break having a lifetime appointment. Supreme Court, lifetime appointment. I'm pretty sure the job he has now is a lifetime appointment. Uh, as a as a as a as a circuit judge, right? A federal. Uh, let's see, federal, appeals federal court judge. judge. I'm pretty sure that's a lifetime appointment. So you're not. He's not going anywhere. 
You're not going to be able to go through the drive-through at Checkers and heckle them. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. Article three: Federal judges uh, serve during good behavior for life. Yeah. So I mean, you're not going anywhere for life. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to contend with them. But they would, I'm sure they would say, yeah, just, but not on the Supreme, no, the Supreme Court. Court. Yeah. Not on the ultimate judicial authority. And by the way, the, the Supreme Court is not the ultimate authority. They're just the ultimate judicial authority. They've, they don't have any more power than the legislative or the executive branch, supposedly. But we have, for some reason, over the last 50 to 100 years since this era of progressivism, we've assigned that to them. Like, they're the be-all and end-all. Well, the Supreme Court said... Yeah, they, they once said Jim Crow laws could stand as well. Uh, and you didn't like that one. So, well, you did at the time. You did at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you did at the and time. You helped, you helped get that through, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. 888-727-BECK. Uh, you know, there's a lot of benefits to refinancing your mortgage. You can lower your interest rate. You can shorten your loan term. You can access cash or consolidate high interest debt all great great options that can help you save an incredible amount of money over the life of your loan you may even be able to save up to a thousand dollars a month so why wait for interest rates to increase more which is what they're going to do the fed's getting back together uh shortly and they've already signaled that they're going to raise rates again so your next step should be a 10-minute call to an American financing salary-based mortgage consultant. The reason it's important to mention that they're salary-based is because they're not trying to push special programs that they get more commission for and 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 talk you into something that's not good for you, but it's good for them. They don't do that. There are never any upfront fees to consider. Plus, they have access to every loan in the industry, so you can feel confident that your finance needs, refinance needs, are, are being met quickly, and they're in line with your budget. Make the call today. They offer the convenience of e-sign, so you can complete your documents from the comfort of your own home, and uh, you're on your own schedule. Customize a loan program right now and term it to fit your financial needs. They're licensed in all 50 states, so call them right now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. That's 800 800- 906-2440. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Jeffy. Uh, for Glenn today, who's sick, hopefully uh, he'll be back tomorrow. 888-727-BECK. Here's an exciting story. <laughs> Breaking news for you. Models with three breasts are about to wa- walk the runway in Milan Fashion Week. <laughs> are they, are they okay. going to be real or fake? Um, I think they're real. No, yeah, it's a prosthetic. Yeah, so, so it's a yeah, it's a fake. prosthetic. Very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Very disappointing. What weird? What a bizarre. That is definitely bizarre. What a bizarre time. Uh, just really. The Italian label, which um, is uh, d- designer Giuliano Calza, um, pushed the boundaries a little bit, he said, on the runway. Yeah. By uh, And that's all they're trying to do, right? 
he had the model sporting tiny neon bralettes, and each of them, yeah, so you know, you're not going to find three-breasted women by birth, that, and they're all happen to be at the, they all happen to be here at the same time, right? probably, so it's, uh, but each of them had a fake third breast <laughs> implanted. The pictures are tremendous. Implanted out, between yeah. the other two. Oh, I don't know. Why would you do that? And why? What is the appeal of that for your clothes? Hey, for all the three-breasted women, we got a three-cup bra. So this look. is really good. That's a good look. It is so bizarre. And I, I guess you're not supposed to say that's so bizarre. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. Whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, wait. No, you're not supposed to acknowledge that. Well, you went out of your way for us to see it. Of course, we're going to acknowledge it and tell you how that hits us uh, aesthetically. Beto is a lot hotter than you, dude. <laughs> and we need to keep going back to that because this is a great group of people. It is a great group of people. Yelling and screaming at Ted Cruz. We believe survivors. Except the survivor of Keith Ellison, who's a Democrat. Unreal. Come on, man. Unreal. Hypocrites. It's just, uh, it's awful. Triple eight nine. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Kirk in Pennsylvania. Hi, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey there. Hey. 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 Uh, I just uh, sometimes the best way to uh, deal with the ridiculous is by being ridiculous back. But in, in, with that being said, I just want to confess that I'm fairly certain that I've been having sex with Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I, I, I think he's he's what? touched me, and and I'm fairly certain well. that he exposed himself to me, and I I've wow. been haunted. I've been haunted by How this long? man for, for for years, actually years. Years, and I I really think mm-hmm. yeah there there are thousands of people just like me out there that have been having sex with Brett Kavanaugh, and I really mm-hmm. think that all the, <laughs> the conservatives that have been having sex with him should all be calling in. Their voices should be heard. <laughs> so I just think that you know the, yeah. the 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 hotline at the uh, Capitol building should be on fire today with everyone confessing what they've been doing with Brett Kavanaugh. Jammed with uh, survivors such as yourself, Kirk. And fortunately, this group uh, that that accosted Ted Cruz last night, they all believe you because they believe the survivors. So uh, right. you're believed already. Thank you uh, for sharing your heart-wrenching story. Look, Appreciate and, that. and you don't even have to go into that much detail, right? I mean, <laughs> no, because uh, we no. I, I was thinking about saying that uh, that I had a run into it myself. Now, there's gaps in my memory. Are there really? There are gaps in my memory, yeah, because I was really, really. How drunk. long do you think this happened? How I was long really, ago really drunk? This? And uh, was gaps he drunk too? Remembering, was he drunk? I just, I just know that after after it all happened. Mm-hmm. Just a second, I was. Yeah, Let's take your back. time. It's compose yourself. It's- After it all happened, uh, I just know that I heard someone say, "Oh, is that Brett Kavanaugh with Jeff Fisher?" And now, that, and then, did they scream it down the hall? And then there's gaps. And then, and then I can't. You know what you should knew, do though is next thing I knew I woke up. So go over the story with your lawyers for six days, and they'll help you clear up the, the your memory. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, it's not my original idea. Um, Dr. Ford had that idea, and it helped her a great deal. So, Still a good idea. I don't care. It's a really it. good idea. I just didn't want to claim credit. Oh, okay. For, you know, okay. where credit wasn't due. <laughs> it's this preposterous. It certainly is. Anybody can say anything about anyone. 
Brett Kavanaugh doesn't even know this woman. He essentially said he doesn't even know her. They weren't friends. They didn't hang out. And he never attended a party with her. Here's, if you missed it, here was uh, some of what he had to say on Fox News last night. We're talking about an allegation of sexual assault. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I did not have sexual intercourse or anything close to sexual intercourse in high school or for many years thereafter. And the girls uh, from the schools I went to and I uh, were friends. So you're saying that all through all these years that are in question, you were a virgin? That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in high school? Correct. And through what years in college, since we're probing into your personal many life years, here? Many years after. I'll leave it at wow. that. Many, many years after. Many years after. Wow. That's like you, Jeff. You were a virgin through kindergarten, weren't you? I don't know about the whole year, but... <laughs> I mean, see, that's embarrassing, because I don't like to talk about you don't that know. kind of stuff. That's, no. that's the stuff we shouldn't know about, as you said earlier about this particular question, that we didn't, we didn't really need to know about that. Right, too much information. Yes, but we do in today's yes. world, right? Yes, and so and just for, so for your knowledge, it was fourth grade. Oh, okay, okay. So you were a virgin through kindergarten and several Many years, years after, after. <laughs> and you didn't have to volunteer that. Uh, no, so that was big well, of you. I just wanted to make sure that we were aware of it. Uh, here was more from uh, from Brett Kavanaugh last night. No, I've never sexually assaulted anyone. Mm. Not in high school. Not ever. Right. Uh, I've always treated women with dignity and respect. May have met her. We did not travel in the same social circles. She was not a friend, not someone I knew. You don't remember ever being at parties with her ever? I do not. Or did any such you thing. remember everybody you've been at a party with? you remember every person you've ever been at a party not. with? Absolutely not. not. No. Never did any such thing. The other people alleged to be there don't recall any such thing. And that, to me, that's a key detail. Because even even the people that she said were her friends, no one has corroborated her story. Right. And the second accuser, same thing. Uh, in fact, uh, many people have said the opposite of both of them that it didn't happen. They know they have right, no right. knowledge of it. This thing's ridiculous. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More of the Glenn Beck program coming up with Pat and Jeffy. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. Is there a point ever where we call BS on some of these accusations? Can we not take a critical look at any of them? Now, the Democrat philosophy now seems to be that all these women have the right to be believed, believed. immediately. Period. Totally anti-American. Totally anti-justice system. Forget the justice. It's just not justice of any kind. I thought these were social justice people. That's not social justice. No, it is not. At all. And no matter how preposterous the claim, we have to just sit and listen to it and and be disgusted with ourselves that all these things are going on. Um, Amazing. I, 30 and 40 years ago were completely different times than now. And... People comported themselves differently in interpersonal relationships. All these things that, you know, and it's it's never been okay to sexually assault people, but is there any responsibility for any of this to ever be reported somewhere along the line? Right. To be able to say, uh, stop. You know, I must be married to 
my wife must. First of all, I, I got it with your jokes of being an angel, being married to me. Ha ha, I got it. But I must be married to someone. You know, she must not be some from I like this how you planet. do the preemptive strike there because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. It's already. I, I mean, my Twitter timeline's already blown up. It's fine. But uh, I wish her anything but a good day. And it's oh, angel heaven. Uh, but hmm. a Texas man. Arrested and charged with sexual battery on a Southwest airline flight from Houston to Nashville. All right. This weekend? This, this last past weekend. weekend, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, the man and woman did not know each other, according to police reports. They never met each other. They had a brief conversation before the police report says that they had a brief, uh, brief conversation before this lady fell asleep on the plane. All okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the lady claims that she woke up mm-hmm. during the flight and the man was uh rubbing her back she said he went to on how to, often have you done that oh. you know just the woman next to you she falls asleep and you just start rubbing her back uh that's so typical on an, on an, on what on an airline airplane uh-huh. oh man all the time all the nobody time. says anything they just let you nah. keep going she said she went back to on to rub her inner thigh touched her breast and tried to put his hand under her shirt all right this is what the affidavit said okay and she said nothing this whole time the woman said she was frozen in fear during the incident frozen but alerted the flight crew soon after now this is where i go back to i must be married to someone different yeah, my, my wife f- doesn't freeze in that situation either. No, there, there is no frozen You're going to get fear. an elbow to the face. Rightly so, right? Or, hey, hey Jeffy, stop you wanna, it. You want to take some lessons? Something. Something. There's no frozen in fear. No. I'm sorry. Just, now, if this actually happened, the guy's a dirtbag. Yes. And should be should be arrested. But I don't understand what, where we can't say we're frozen in fear. Like, what are you doing? Get your yeah. hands off of me. You can't Stand just say up. that. You're on an airline. Yeah. You're in, a, you're in an enclosed but metal we've, tube. We've heard this over and over and over from from victims that they were frozen. Right. They didn't feel comfortable. They were afraid of losing their job. They were in awe of his power dynamic. I mean, I don't know. Is it? You just say, stop it. You're so frozen, you can't say, "Don't do I, that." I, I don't know. I really don't understand that. Now he's been when you re- got a plane load of people that if a guy's molesting you, they're going to come to your rescue. And, a plane load of people, and and if he's if he's touching you in any way, all right, which would which would prove your point of and the you don't want him to. And there's there's at least what three, six, nine, nine rows or mm-hmm. three rows, nine seats right across the aisle that's able to look into where you're sitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To see what's going on, right? Yes. And not counting the ones behind you or in front of you, but just across the aisle. Mm. You know, those those three rows, usually you, you're able to look into the separate rows pretty close if you had to. So if you stood up and hollered or said, what are you doing? Or if you just gonna move. Get, or you're going to get someone looking at what you're doing. Just get up and leave. Right. I don't understand. Right. And go to the stewardess and say, or I'm sorry, the flight attendant, and say, hey, <laughs> this guy yeah. is a total creep. And he's touching me, and I don't want him to. Can you move me to another seat, please? Can I exchange with some guy? You know, when you do that, isn't that natural? Yes. I- yes. I, you know, he's arrested now. He claims that he 
scratch the woman's back. So, I mean, he very well could Which have. he probably shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't have done, at, obviously, at all. Shouldn't have been touching the person he doesn't know. Again. Unless he has permission. Hey, again. do you mind if I uh, scratch, scratch your, your back, back during the flight? How many times? <laughs> oh, come on. If I had a nickel for every time. I mean, right, the, the, old, <laughs> the old joke, which mm-hmm. really, you know, was that, what are they going to do? Say no? You know, that's the joke, because mm-hmm. they are going to say no. Yes. Right? I mean, that, of course they're going to say no. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, as long as we're just a quick flight from... Dallas to Nashville. How about uh, if I rub and, and scratch, scratch your back? Your back. I, can't, I can't imagine a scenario where anybody would do that. <laughs> right. So she would say, so, no. no. No, thank you. No. No, thank you. I'll take a pass on that. How about you keep your hands to yourself? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah, frozen in fear? Something. We. But that's the thing. See, it's it's. I guess it's. you can't even question this stuff anymore. It, that's kind of where we are. You can't even, you can't so much as question it and say, it doesn't make sense to not even say, don't. No. Stop. I wake up, you have your hand up my skirt. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you think you're, you're doing? I'm frozen in fear? Well, it's what, it's what uh, Asia Argento said, that she was frozen. When the 17-year-old had sex with her. Remember that? So they got in bed naked together, and then she was frozen. Well, what? <laughs> what are you? And then, of course, she took pictures of him as they're both laying uh, in the bed oh, afterward. Well, and because she smiling. was still frozen. It's like, yeah, still yeah. frozen in yeah. a smiling position. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it it's doesn't a, make it's any amazing. sense. It does not I'm make sorry. Any sense it just, at all. It doesn't make sense. No, you shouldn't be groping a woman or touching a woman uh, unless Period. Yeah, unless she asks you to or you know, you've discussed it ahead of time. <laughs> yes. I, of course. I don't know how that would happen cuz it's be a pretty <laughs> awkward conversation. So, you know, we're going to be flying in a minute. Uh kind of thinking I might rub your back during the flight. You, you know, okay with that? It's Dallas to Nashville. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It's hard to even sure play is. out the scenario know. in your mind because it's too that. preposterous. By the time we get over Arkansas, I'm going to have my hand up your skirt. What do you think? <laughs> You're frozen? Um, no. No. I no. can't speak. I'm so frozen in fear. And what do you have to be afraid of when, again, you got a plane load of people who will come to your rescue? The flight oh, attendant will. The, the, I'm sure there's men in other aisles who would absolutely make sure this guy stops. 100%. 100%. But that's not where we are now. Uh, uh, just, I mean, I hope to, if the guy did it and he's a dirt bag, good. He needs to be gone away, and he, there's no sense yes. rubbing people's backs on airplanes, uh-huh. especially without uh, having <laughs> having the go ahead. But the whole frozen and fear thing, stop. No, no. But no. But that's it, that's uh, I, it's acceptable in our culture now to just say, yeah, okay, she was frozen. Yeah, okay, she didn't mention it to anybody for 36 years. Yeah, that's fine. And it just comes up now when the guy is the nominee for to be the next Supreme Court right. justice. It's perfectly natural. Okay, yeah, they didn't say anything about it until now. Uh, at some point, you have to say, no, I'm sorry, we're not, we're not going down that road. It's been too long. There's no evidence. Wouldn't that make sense? Sure would. 
It sure would. Seems and, like and it to me. Look, I realize that the vetting process isn't, uh, you know, investigating for crime. But if you're uh, 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 a person who is of less than good character, uh, during any vetting process, of which uh, Kavanaugh has been down six or seven vetting processes now, some of that is going to get out, right? Uh, of yep. course it is. You're mm-hmm. going to run across people who say, oh, no. No, when he was in high school. Um, you know, I like him now. I guess he's okay. But when he was in high school, he was a dirtbag. He was a buddy. And we've heard together. none of that in none the case of, of Kavanaugh. None Zero. of it. Zero. We've heard the opposite. Yeah. This is not in his character. From his wife, from those two girls he dated. So who has the gaps? From his other friends. Well, who has the gaps in memory now? Uh-huh. Just- yep. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Um you know, a new study just came out from China that uh, came to the conclusion that air pollution causes a huge reduction in intelligence. This in addition to the well-known impacts on physical health. So the thing you immediately jump to is, geez, Jeffy must have lived in Beijing for most of his life and the, just sucked in all kinds of pollution. Is that the thing you immediately jumped <laughs> That's to? That's what you immediately is, jumped is that, to. Is that, is, I don't know if it was Beijing or L.A. or some smog capital of the, the world. Copy? Is that actually in the copy? No, that's just, oh, okay. uh, that's just a, you know, it's a fact <laughs> that everybody knows. <laughs> so high pollution levels uh, led to significant drops in test scores with language and arithmetic the average impact equivalent to having lost an entire year of education. Now, when you think about that, you think how polluted it is outside. The air inside your home uh, is much more polluted than the air outside because it's all trapped in there, and it just keeps circulating around the trapped air. Um, it is important. It is critical that you do the smart thing and change your air filters, change the filters on a regular basis. Uh, go to filterby.com. This is America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. You can choose from over 600 sizes. They even do custom work. If you've got some kind of unusual size uh, for your filter, they can custom make one for you. Then they ship it free within 24 hours. Fantastic. Plus, they support working Americans. They manufacture all their filters right here in America. You can also save 5%. When you sign up for auto replacement, and then you never have to worry about, well, how long has it been? I can't remember the last time it That's changed. That's my favorite part of what they I love do. That. Yeah. And they're giving you a discount to do it. Really, right. they should be charging you more for this. Yes. Because they just, you never remember. So once a month, your mm-hmm. filters are here. Or three months or uh, wh- whatever, 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 whatever the time period is. Whatever you set up with, they yeah. come to your house. Yeah. Uh, and so then cool. you know, oh, it's, it's time to change the filters. filters. Exactly filterby.com they're going to save you time they're going to save you money you'll breathe better and apparently uh you'll even become smarter <laughs> you'll be more intelligent certainly than jeffy but you already have that going for you so uh don't procrastinate this any longer it's filterby filterbuy.com filterby.com triple eight seven two seven back pat and jeffy for glenn uh who is sick today it, you were just telling me a, a second ago. I, I hadn't heard this rumor at all. People are saying that Clarence Thomas might retire. That's, that's what we talked a little bit about um, this morning with uh, Doc Thompson, that he we talked about there were rumors that he was talking about uh, the possible uh, retire, possible 
possibility of retiring uh, if you know oh. if Trump would you know Trump would be able to pick someone who was uh, really conservative and thirty years younger. You know, right? And so, but uh, you're not going to get any more conservative than Clarence Thomas. <laughs> he is by far the most conservative judge right. on and the then, bench. Oh, no question. And the reason, and one of the things wow. we started talking, then it got us down the line of you know who could possibly you know could down if we don't if they they want to put Kavanaugh off. Yeah. Right? The whole point is to is to hold the Kavanaugh vote off until after the election. But you know it not really unheard of thought to think that Trump could get another one in. Yeah, he could. I mean, uh, yes, he could. I just hope it's not replacing Clarence Thomas. You'd want to add to Clarence Thomas. Right. I understand. He's only seventy. And he's been there since, I mean, it's been 25 years or so. He was 40s? He was in his mid-40s when he was yeah. uh, confirmed. Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, what you what you want is for Trump to have a couple more <laughs> shots. You don't want the next president, if he's a Democrat, to right. have shots. Right. And so, and then you know, got me, got us thinking about who would be next if if Clarence doesn't retire. You know, if Clarence hangs on, yeah, uh, if Justice Thomas hangs on, you got to think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in there somewhere, right? Yeah, she's had you know. I mean, there's no way they want her to go she's away. Eighty four, eighty five, got to have a medical staff. She's had a storied life so much so that there's a documentary right. on her. There's the upcoming movie where she talks about. The lack of freedom in the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. The word "woman" does not appear even once. This is in from the, the US movie. Constitution. Nor does, Nor the, does word the word "freedom." freedom. Your, Your Honor. That's so powerful. Look at that. Bam! That is powerful. Bam! <laughs> I mean, they've got to have a medical team following her around, right? And, and of course, the big thing. Of, yes, the word "freedom" does appear in the U.S. Constitution. No, it doesn't, because she said so. And she said it powerfully too. She was. Okay. I mean the. Are you going the against delivery what here? RBG said? No, because you can't. Okay. It's just too powerful. Right, the word woman does nah. not appear even once. In not even once. Nor does the word freedom. freedom. Your Honor. Oh, that's powerful. Think about it. Untrue, but powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Completely wrong. But oh, so poignant. Oh, what so a point. Powerful. She makes the point and she makes it so well even though it's completely false. <laughs> so I wonder, you know, with the with the ridicule they faced just from the preview, you know, the tra- the movie trailer, will they change that part? Will they take that out of there? No way. I don't think so. No way. I don't think so. No way. But we have to wait till Christmas Day for that fabulous movie. I can't. I don't want to wait. All right. <laughs> uh, hopefully Glenn's back tomorrow. And if so, I'll see you then. Be back with him. And Pat yeah, Gray Unleashed coming up. Glenn, back, Mercury.